0: Hello and welcome to the Middle East Forum's webinar series Israel Insider with Naved Dromi in place of Ashley Perry today. I'm Stacey Roman and I will be moderating this discussion. We are pleased to have Naved Dromi, Director of Middle East Forum's Israel office, join us to update us on all the events going on in Israel. Navet will be giving us a briefing on current Israeli affairs for 15 minutes and then open it up for questions. Should you wish to ask a question, please use the Q&A box located at the bottom of your screen to type your question. Now, with no further ado, I'll turn the discussion over to Naveh Dromi.
1: Hello, everyone. It's a good night here and good afternoon for you. I guess it's a very tense day for all of you, and I will try to give you the perspective of uh, the Israeli politics on the elections in the US today. Uh, I'll begin with the most, uh, as I say, the most uh, easiest, view of the elections, which comes from the right wing political side. Um, When it comes to politics, so politicians from the right are trying to be very, um, to not identify with one candidate or the other. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Netanyahu and the other right wing uh, uh, Knesset members would prefer uh, Trump um i'm not sure they are right about it in a from different reasons i might get uh, into it later um but they are keeping themselves very they're keeping themselves away for the elections when it comes to the left side it's very interesting as you know there are very big arguments in israel between left and right and uh, i call it the war of ideas. Uh, In Israel right now, we have war of ideas, battle between left and right. Um, I can't speak for you, but some of you might say the same thing is happening in the U.S. And the left wing uh, politicians view the elections between Biden and Trump as something that might reflect uh, on our politics, on Israel, And they they think that if Biden wins in the US, it might means that in the next elections in Israel, the left will win after many years it's in the opposition. There are different reasons for this. The politicians from the left see themselves as fighting uh, for bigger ideas, uh, for peace that they view, in a different way from the peace that Israel achieved now with the Arab countries. Uh, They think that Israel democracy is under threat. Um, They think that uh, the Supreme Court is under threat. And in many ways, they see themselves um, as the Democrat Party in the US. So you could see politicians from the left in Israel tweet about the elections and, and saying, What will happen in the US if Biden wins in the US, it means we will win here. But it also comes from the other directions. Some of them saying, it might sound for you funny uh, or ridiculous or strange, but some of them saying that the protest uh, here in Israel, the demonstrations against Netanyahu here Some of them think that this gives strength to the supporters and the voters of the Democrat party in the US. And Nitzan Horowitz, for example, is the head of Meretz party. Uh, It's a left-wing party. He tweeted yesterday that what begins in Balfour, Balfour is the street where Netanyahu lives and they demonstrate in front of it. And he's saying what begins in Balfour ends in the winning of Joe Biden in the U.S. So it's very interesting also to see the comparison that uh, the left wing politicians uh, do between the left here and the Democrat Party in the U.S. And another thing that's very interesting is that A few years ago, if you remember the argument between Obama and Netanyahu, that Netanyahu uh, insisted to go and speak in the Congress against the nuclear deal with Iran, the left left wing politicians were furious. They said that uh, Israel cannot be bipartisan, Israel can't speak or can't do something that the American president doesn't agree with. They said that Israel has to be neutral. And today you see that this is changing. The neutrality, that the left wing speaks about it so much, is not relevant anymore. Maybe it's because they are under stress. They feel like they are pushed into a corner. it's not secret that the right wing in Israel is uh, winning for many years. Uh, many think that uh, after, uh, I'm sorry for the cat, many think that uh, after Netanyahu will leave, it will even, th- the, the, the right wing uh, camp will be even bigger. So I think that what happens here is that the political, the left camp, in the leading of the left politicians feel that they can stress the edge a bit more and be more be more edgy about it speak more speak uh, against um, ideas that they don't agree with which with much more anger um and from the right you could see the fire is a bit lower again um if you ask politicians from the right, I think they would, uh, most of them definitely will say Trump. But if I go back to the point that I mentioned very shortly in the beginning, there are some things that some um, right wing politicians see in Biden that can be, is the day view it, that can be good for Israel let me let me phrase it better. In their view, the disadvantage of Biden can turn to be advantage for Israel. For example, if Biden will win, they think that more Arab countries will want to sign an agreement with Israel. uh, due to the fact that, uh, that they believe that if Biden wins, then uh, Iran and the US will sign on a nuclear deal again. More Arab countries will, will, wa- will want to join Israel and the other Arab countries to the agreements they already did. Um, if the US will they take off the sanctions of Iran, um, who knows what will the Arab countries will decide to do. Maybe they are the ones that will attack the nuclear uh, areas in Iran. So when it comes, especially to the Iran deal, to the Iran nuclear, some, politi- some politicians think that the disadvantage of Biden can turn to be advantage. But it's important to know that they are fearing um, what might will happen with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. From right and left, and politicians are sure that if the Democrat party wins then the negotiations between Israel and the Palestinians will become relevant again because the Americans will push both sides um, to go into negotiations again. Um, I don't see how it will work and uh, how negotiation like this will look, especially now when the Palestinians are beaten, beaten after the agreement Israel made with the Arab countries. But this is um, what politicians from right and the left believe will be the first major thing that we will see here in our region. Um, from left, obviously, they are happy about it Uh, During the last agreements, what uh, the left-wing political side left uh, said was that a real peace can be achieved only with the Palestinians. And from right, from obvious reasons, uh, they are not so happy to see the negotiations between Israel and the Palestinians um, coming back. So if I'm focusing again on the things that and Israeli politicians view uh, as important when it comes to the uh, elections in the US then the two points are Iran, that somehow might become something that if a Democrats win can somehow turn to be something good and the Palestinians that um, it depends on your view. If you're a left politician, then you'll be happy. If you're a right politician, then you'll be less happy. And as I said, for the political uh, left side of the map, the elections in the US are something bigger for them than just who will be the US president. For them, it's something that will also reflect the left camp in Israel um, the ideology of the left, it might for them be the new beginning of the left in the Western world. Uh, If in Europe we see uh, um, governments that identify with the the right, then in their view, if the Democrat wins, it might be the moment where the left around the world will somehow gain power again. Um, We'll see. I mean, Israel uh, people in Israel are very anxious about uh, the results. Um, you could see people here wake up at uh, three a.m. to see the results. Um, there are there, there there are endless discussions about this. We have live uh, live news the entire day, and uh, we'll see we'll see in a few days what will happen. I think that um Israel will learn to handle uh, with uh, any result that will come out. Thank you.
0: All right, thank you so much. So for the Israeli population in general, uh, we've been reading that American Israelis that are able to vote in the American elections are leaning towards Trump. Is there, do you see that as well or?
1: That Israelis, vote mostly, Israeli that has city, American citizenship vote for Trump. Correct. Um, I don't know. I've seen, uh, I've seen around me uh, Israelis that have citizenship that vote for Trump, that vote for Biden. I really can't tell. I, I mean, in Israel, definitely most of the Israelis prefer Trump. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ameri- I mean, Israelis with American citizenship, it's depend. I can't tell. All
0: right, thank you. And do you think that Gantz would prefer a Biden presidency?
1: That Gantz will prefer? Um, first, I will tell you a joke that uh, some people say that uh, Biden is the Israeli Gantz. Uh, I don't know how much you know about Gantz, but this is something that uh, uh, people hear skates about. Uh, I think. Gantz will also prefer Trump. I think Gantz will prefer Trump because Trump is being perceived here as a very pro-Israeli, as a president that makes life maybe easier for Israelis, prime ministers. Um, Most of the public in Israel is right-wing. Most of the public is right-wing, so Prime Minister who has a pressures from the White House to do a left-wing stamps, he will be in troubles. So I think Gantz will also prefer Trump.
0: Along those lines, do you think Israelis believe Biden will be influenced by the hard left squad who are hostile towards Israel?
1: Yes. Israelis do speak about the fact that uh, um, that Biden uh, for different reasons uh, won't be the one that's leading the line or saying the last words. Um, so yes, they do afraid from a situation where Biden is not very relevant because he's not so strong compared to other in his party and that he will be under influence of more radical left um, figures in his uh, party. Yes, it is something that uh, people here speaks about. Um, people here are also very, fa- I mean, comparatively, yeah, but the uh, people here are also familiar with what's going on with the Supreme Court and what happened right now with uh, Connie Barrett and the fact that the Supreme Court is now um, in, a, in a more Republican uh, advantage. Uh, but still, there is the fear that uh, the Democrat Party will go to a radical point where, which will be now not good for Israel.
0: Hmm, understood. So you discussed something extremely important and I think was extremely interesting as well. Uh, you were talking about the uh, potential new Iran nuclear deal and that the disadvantage could be an advantage and that the Arab countries may take it upon themselves to, to stand up against Iran. Can you elaborate that a little more? Sure,
1: I think that, um, I think that the agreement now, in many ways, uh, gave the Arab countries strength. Uh, they feel together more strong compared, I mean, in, in front of Iran. And I think that what will happen if Biden will win is that they will feel they have no partner in the White House. If they will say that in the White House, they're taking off the sanctions of Iran, or that they're going to sign a new deal with Iran, and they don't know how many, and as we spoke about a minute ago, we don't know if Joe Biden, the moderate, will be the one that's leading the agreement, or the more radical figures in his party will lead the agreement. If you and I can see that, so obviously the Arab countries will see it and they will do their math and will say, if this is the situation, then it might be better for us to strike now when Iran is pretty weak after the sanctions than to wait for one year or two years from now. And when Iran will be stronger because it will be one or two years after the sanctions got off, maybe they got their relationship with a China or a Russia stronger um, so maybe they will decide to do this um, because the democrat party won and because they see the democrat party is going toward a deal with Iran. I hope I made it clear and that I will, and that they explained it uh, good.
0: But if you could also elaborate a little more on a renewed Palestinian relations, possible two-state solution with a Biden presidency, what effect would that have on something like the Middle East Forum does, like the Israel Victory Project?
1: I think we will have more work. <laughs> I think we will have more work. Look, many presidents during the years um, tried to bring Israel and the Palestinians to the table. It failed. One fail after the other. As I see it, and it's only my opinion, the only real progress was the 100-day the um, uh, plan, Trump plan about, I mean, the agreements with the Arab countries and, um, and what we planned. As I said, it, it was the victory way toward the peace, but the Democrat party doesn't see it that way. Um, and as we know it from our experience, when the Palestinians feel that they have a support from the world, from strong forces, then they want more. Then they will allow themselves more. I doubt that any negotiation will be successful, especially with Netanyahu. If Netanyahu was able to to postpone the negotiations or to somehow um, um, run away from them, when Obama was there, um, people are pretty sure it will be be able to do it with uh, Biden and Harris. But again, also it's depend. I heard someone saying today that um, um, Obama is also under Biden right, I mean, uh, is in the back of Biden, he's helping him and he's uh, pulling the ropes uh, behind it, but who knows? But in the end of the day, any try, any experience that was to negotiate between Israel and the Palestinians that um, also taking in um, the options to go toward the Palestinians and offer them things, as we saw, usually failed. So if it will be the same here, it will fail.
0: So one of our speakers on our webinar actually pointed out that, uh, I think it was Ashley actually, uh, pointed out that Trump's negotiation plans have worked because he addressed the Arab Israel problem versus the Palestinian Israel problem. Uh, Do you foresee that going forward as a good method for US political relations with Israel. And the going Arab-
1: forward with the agreements with the Arab countries, you mean? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And as I said, I think that if a, if the Democrat party wins, as I said, more Arab countries that might like Saud, Saudi Arab, they say it, right? um these, I mean, Saudi Arabia, if, if this country was hesitating so far, If they see the Democrat Party goes toward a new deal with Iran, I think that they will stop their hesitate and join the agreement with Israel and the UAE. This will be um, a trigger, something that will push them into disagreement that they didn't know uh, what to do with. But you know, the old sentence is, if we have the same enemies, then we are not enemies anymore. And if Iran becomes a bigger enemy, a stronger enemy, then Saudi Arabia might take a step that it wouldn't do before.
0: Thank you. So, what are the present outlooks for relations with Oman, Saudi Arabia, and Morocco under whichever president may win?
1: I think if Trump wins, uh, relationships will be better. I think if uh, Biden wins, the uh, relationship will be worse. Um, again, it's my idea, but I think those countries appreciate power and uh, they appreciate uh, standing on, uh, on principles. Uh, I think that um, the Democrat Party of these, of these days um, doesn't realize the relationship in the Middle East and uh, how you can progress and how you can bring more peaceful more peace to this region um, I think Trump will do better in this uh, situation but it's not in my hands
0: so Obama stopped Netanyahu from attacking Iran in t- 2010 what will happen if or when Biden would do the same, should Israel and their new Arab allies decide to do so? How will they be sure to get resupplied for their American weapons? Um,
1: with Obama, it wasn't just Obama. I mean, it was also forces in Israel that made it very hard and uh, they helped to to fail this. Um, I think what happened here, and I will let it happen before the elections, is that um, the agreement between Israel and the UAE um, will somehow make this alignment between the countries something that they can both push together against the Democrat Party. I hope the Democrat Party wouldn't likely destroy all the connections in the Middle East. Um, And in the past we had presidents that were against, uh, for example, Israel attacking the nuclear nuclear in Syria but Israel still did it and we were still political partners. I mean, I think that if uh, the Democrat party has still moderate figures that understand the long relationships and the good relationships between Israel and the US, it shouldn't be such a problem. Uh, it might, we might have, a, we might, uh, have a, an argument, uh, but for the long run, I don't see how it will hurt us so much, especially if again, there are moderate forces in the Democrat party um, that will bring things uh, back together if Israel attack. Again, I believe attack is the last option. But if we see the Democrat Party uh, goes toward the running and then it might be something that we need to do in order to make sure that we have our life here safe and sure.
0: Thank you. Do you think Israelis may be over-optimistic about how pro-Israel Trump really is? Good question. I think it's tricky. I think it's tricky, and I
1: think uh, this is why I'm saying, may, in, in some points, maybe Trump and uh, maybe Biden disadvantage can be advantage because, for example, if now Israel want uh, to attack in Iran, it won't do it because they want they they will not embarrass Trump. They will not do such a thing to him because. Is considered to be a very good friend of Israel. Um, right now there is no need to attack in Iran because they are under sanctions. But even if we want to do, I think we wouldn't do it because we have good friends. Um, I think Israelis in the beginning they had fears that Trump is not so um, is not so pro-Israeli, but after these four years. Uh, most of Israel believe Trump uh, is very pro-Israel. Uh, to be honest, I think that most Israel thinks that um, his son-in-law Jared Kushner is more moderate than him, and that he sometimes stops him from going even more toward Israel.
0: Wonderful. In our our last few minutes here, can you just give us an update? You know, the last we heard was you guys were on lockdown from COVID and, you know, we'd like to hear a little more about how that's going.
1: Yes, we were in lockdown. We are slowly going out. Um, Only this Sunday, um, the smaller, um, only first and second grades uh, in school got back to school. Um, The more grown-up kids are still at home. And most of the shops are still closed and the malls are still closed and we see less and when less people get sick with COVID so it's a good thing. This is what Israel wanted to get before the winter and we are I mean today was the first day of rain in Israel and but it feels looking better. Everyone speaks about the economy and about the education and, and hope that, they, that we won't have a third lockdown.
0: Wonderful, I'm glad to hear that it's slowly starting to open back up. Uh, unfortunately, we're coming to the close of our webinar and Ave, thank you again for taking the time to update us this week. For our With viewers. Pleasure. Oh, wonderful, thank you. Um, For our viewers, please join us Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern for a webinar with Aya Abruheva discussing what are Turkey's goals in Libya? Can they be achieved? Thank you all for joining us, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you again, Naveh.